I'm on. I'm on. Me too. All right, there we go. Scream two. What do you rate this? I mean, I know we did the official rating, but do you like this movie or? Yeah, I, I don't think it's bad. I don't think any of them are bad per se. Um, I think I just. Did it's that. entertaining. It's better than a sequel has any right to be. Yeah. It's particularly a horror sequel. What's that? Chili lime all uh, almonds. Ooh, 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 give me one. They're a limited edition. You know my obsession with almonds, flavored almonds. Mm, that's delightful. Uh, lovely. Hey, say something like real sexy, and then we can market this as an ASMR episode. Cats. Like Those freak me out. What does that remind me of? I don't know. Some tasty ass almonds. Um. I love almonds. The the premiere opening at the beginning is interesting way to start it. Yeah. But I would have left. I think that's dumb. I would have left. That's a dumber part of the all movie. All those really. jackasses and you know dressing up in in first of all you're dressing up like a real serial killer. Yeah. Which is an actual thing. And then. Milwaukee had to issue a thing saying that you could get in a lot of actually get in trouble and if you, you show up in a mask in a, no in a Dahmer costume. Oh. Because when Dahmer came out on Netflix, shut up. Joni's home. When Do uh our little EMT Ramona. Um. Why do we play for an alarm? I I don't know. Because you're pretty good alarm. Just louder louder yeah, than the alarm. Weirdly enough, it's picking her up on your mic. Shut up. Anyway, um, there's like 1,500 people. Uh, and, but, yeah, um, after Netflix, people were like, maybe Dahmer just – people didn't understand him. He's just – he's very hot. And dressing up like Jeffrey. I, mean, see, I don't get that at all because I had to write a paper on Dahmer. I have a degree in criminal justice. Whoop-de-freaking-do. I work at Dollar General. Um, but I had to write a paper. On Dahmer. Mm -hmm. Was it interesting? Yes. Did anything about it make him remotely attractive to me? No. So the fact that when making it into this, what was it, a movie, miniseries? Miniseries. Miniseries. Why would that even be something they tried to do? I don't know if Why they tried to do it so much as that it just turned out like that. And people mm. were like, I like him. He played Quicksilver. I want to. So what if, jo if Dahmer ate some people? And no, fun fact, Dahmer's parents just as fucked up. They didn't eat people, but they moved away while the kid was at school. All right, almost as fucked up. I don't know. I think eating people kind of I said the almost. No, you said just as. That's true. Um, um, how did the stab producers know how to replicate everything completely perfectly? Because because there's a formula to horror movies. But I'm talking about the scenery. Like they have Casey Becker's house down to a T, including the popcorn that was because burning. of her book. But oh yeah, 
because of, and and all of the i mean at that point that makes sense. once it went through it. court a lot of it that stuff would have photos and yeah a lot of that, that would have been public record at that point that makes sense i hadn't thought of that it just seems i mean weird they wouldn't have had access to the records but if it was shown in open court then they right. could have it would um it made that made sense that i didn't think of that but that makes Cause sense even cause if they could weren't allowed to have cameras in the courtroom let's say they have artists that right. you know do and renderings through the entire thing and recreate crime scenes. i was watching and it and i was thinking like they have everything perfectly yeah. like down to tatum's garage and everything now had they done it before the trial and all that, that or b- not a trial but before a the book and the oh but that's that's the other I thing i'm saying trial like it was that one that's the other thing i wrote here they recreate casey becker's conversation how did they know how to do that? Because by the time they could have made true. the movie, every single person involved in that conversation is dead. That is a fair point. Um, when they're, I'm gonna keep talking. Uh, actually, you know what? We're gonna pause. He's the guy from Rick and Morty. Hey. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The pencil-y guy. Pip squeaky kind of. No, he's a pretty ugly dude. Like he's kind of got like a fat face. Oh. Um, but I was just reading while you were in there with Joni that he um he had domestic abuse allegations and and like actual charges brought up. So it wasn't it wasn't like uh oh it's been fifteen years I want yeah. some cash. It was this th- the uh one incident happened in twenty twenty. And COVID backed up the courts so, so much, they're just now getting to it. And I was like, well, that sucks. But they interviewed. It says Justin Rowland? Royland. Royland? This says <gasps> it. Oh, that guy. They interviewed some staffers uh, anonymously. Mm-hmm. First of all, he, he secured the lead voices in all the shows so that they couldn't fire him. That didn't work out. They already did. Say. And. That's the biggest mistake people make, thinking they're not replaceable. Yeah, especially now when you have 150,000 people on YouTube who spend, yeah. you know, a full work week perfecting the voice that you do. Right. Um, well, and you have technology that can tweak it if you can't. Right. <coughs> but All they needed is what you used to do, and then they can make it happen electronically. He hasn't uh, been to the writer's room since, like, midway through season three. Season oh, six is getting good. ready to stop. Um, even when it was virtual, he s- he re- re- would record from his house, and nobody he couldn't take any direction, so they would just he would just record whatever he wanted. He uh, the only time that they would know he was in the building is if he c- they could hear his dogs, um, hear the remote control car that he drove around the office with a microphone on it, or if he was there giving a personal tour to a porn star. He drew vulgar penis monsters and stuff in the office while writers were present. He got drunk and sent a disgusting, really really creepy text at late night uh, requesting that a female writer come to his. A female employee come to his. He's a forever frat boy. Yeah. But probably Um, didn't go to college. Apparently, um, their relationship with the two guys, the guy that helped him create the show, has been just gone for years. Um, and he would frequently, um, or was it, he was drunk a lot and just thought he was, you know, 
The writers almost blew their deadline waiting for him uh, on Koala Man. So he has all these shows going, but apparently he was a huge piece of shit. Anyway, back to Scream 2. Um, that's how big damn Pepsi went that she gets. Yeah. She, I think she says something like, I'm going to go get a, th- uh, uh, or one medium Pepsi or something. It was a big damn Pepsi. Yeah. Um, there's some strong knives that they can pin a grown man to a wall and hold him there. I want to know where they buy them knives. No doubt. <laughs> That reminds me. I need a knife like Joni. The one you got her. Switchblade. Yeah. Switch. Okay. Um, if you'll show f- Dad where you got her. I found one. If you like her style, I can get one like that. But if you just want the Switchblade, I have one you can have. I just want one to keep with me so I have some. It clearly didn't mean a lot to me since I don't know when I got it, where I got it, or you know, who I got, got it got from. I've always got my gun, but, you know. Right. Pulling my feet. Somebody tries to reach over the register, you're going to lose a finger. Right. And, um, yeah, I was cleaning my room the other day, and I just found a switchblade because I'm that kind of person. I own so many knives, I can lose them for three years or however long. Um, I don't know if we should announce that. I've said it, but that is not what she got. Um, That's your dad's version of a small Pepsi. <laughs> which I'm so proud he doesn't even drink it anymore. On the news... Um, they say, at the last night at the sneak preview of the new Stab film. That was the whole damn movie. Yeah. Um, That's true. I never caught that. Randy, <laughs> just the line that kind of was dumb is in their film class, Randy's like, ah, sequels, by definition, they're inferior films. No, the definition of a sequel is the second in a series. The second film true. following the original. Right. Jenna just called me autistic. It's true, but it's not our fault. You won't get a diagnosis. You know what? Words I got have one meanings. I got one. It didn't change not anything. Not as pejorative, because he actually is autistic. Words have meanings, and Randy's an idiot. Um, All right. Breath. I like Randy, but he, he that line. He was an idiot. He was. He is an idiot, but that's part of what he's supposed to be. Right, and he was, and he did. He falls into that classic film nerd thing. Yeah. Where you're just like you're trying to be smarter than you are, rather than just sticking what you stick into what you know. Right. You're like, I have to be the guy who knows everything about every film instead of, hey, I know everything there is to know about this one genre. Right. Um. I breath know. spray everything guys are weird. To know about everything. Breath spray. The guys that are like, girl, come here. That's fucking weird. Are you about to attack them? Or do you just? You're, you're so... No, they're about to burn their eyes out if they talk to them. You're that so in your strong. head that you're, you think that, you know, i gotta, I got to keep my breath smelling good. At any moment, a woman could want to snog me. Breath spray guys are weird. Guys who keep breath yeah. spray in their pocket are just weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, yeah. you know, if you watch most serial killer movies and stuff like that, they're very breath spray. They're not mint carriers. I trust spray. a mint carrier. That's fine. A gum carrier. Fine. I trust you. That's fine. But the spray is Breath just spray. Weird. You paid $4 for a tube of sexual assault spray. Um, I refuse to believe that breath spray guys I have been at least one one point been like, just give me a kill. Yeah. Gail's a huge bitch at the beginning of this movie. 
I think she's just a bitch. Yeah. I mean, she has her moments throughout the movie. I mean, not just her character. No offense, Courtney Cox, but you're kind of a bitch. Um, well, I mean, she owns it. Yeah. She is who she is. Yeah. Good for her. But I think it's weird that they like. And she's made a hell of a lot of money with it. Every movie, Gail Weathers starts, uh, she like becomes a better person and like she's making, oh, we're friends and we help save each other. And then but she doesn't stay better. So does she really become well, a better person? That's what I'm saying. It's like she resets at the beginning of the oh. next movie back to a bitch. And that's what I'm saying. I think it, it's just part of who she is that carries into who she plays. I have to admit, um, I had to go to the bathroom, and I forgot to pause it, so I missed a few minutes of the movie. But it was with Sarah Michelle Gellar, so I don't think it really... Hey, what no, I like Buffy. Her? I just meant that I don't think that her death was, like, the most important part of this film. Yeah. Well, that's true. And it's weird when the, when she Sid runs outside, and then Dewey runs back into the house. Sid, he's in here! Yeah, Dewey, that's why I'm outside. <laughs> That's true. I knew he was in there, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> okay. I love Timothy Oliphant, Raylan Givens from Justified, but he is of Yeah. I I don't I think it might have been on purpose yeah. because he's a serial killer. But his dialogue when he's being Mickey is so weird. Like he's like Tom Cruise, Top Gun, nineteen eighty six. Who references the year a film came out? You. When? I feel like you have. I don't like. I don't say a movie reference and be like, "It's." I, if I no, he was. He was just Top Gun. Tom Cruise, nineteen eighty-six. I mean, if you right, if somebody doesn't know what Top Gun is, right they didn't get the thing. For all the right reasons. <laughs> but yeah, this was. But I, again, I think he was playing the character he was asked to play. Yeah. That so I think he nailed it on what he was trying to do. Because Mickey's very like. Everything's just a little bit off. Yeah. It's not all the way off right. enough to arouse suspicion. Just enough for it to be weird. Yeah. Which I hadn't noticed. But. That's a good point. So is so was uh, Ted Bundy. Also true. Extremely likable, but there was just little Charismatic, things. Certain right. people. There's like, there's just something a little off. But the good qualities made you, so you kind of overlooked it because he was that... That makes sense. You yeah. It's a good point. Um, and then down here in my notes, I wrote, all of the stab dialogue is weirdly accurate, especially since Sydney hasn't talked to anyone about them. Like, they made it clear that she didn't talk yeah. to any producers or anything like that. Um, they obviously watched this movie. <laughs> Duh. The drama teacher, when he gives her that speech about art, it's very accurate, and I like it. But that's super melodramatic for a college class. Even a drama class. It's I'm like forgetting it. When she doesn't she's gonna quit the play, they're doing oh, the crucible oh, or oh whatever. Yeah. And he starts starts into that monologue yeah. about art. Like, I love what you're saying, but it's eight o'clock in the morning, calm down. It's kinda like um Okay. It's kinda like in Jack and Jill. What is it? Uh, who's the guy? Pacino. Pacino. He's so <laughs> over the top that he's like, right. what the hell has happened here? Right. There's it's a story behind that story. Right. Yeah. Um, and does Sydney majoring in drama make any sense? None. 
She was especially like, when she watched the rest of the movie. Right. She, she clearly didn't. She do didn't go into acting. Um, she wasn't a theater kid in the first movie. Right. Um, so it's just weird. Uh, and what she freaks the fuck out at rehearsal, and her detectives that are supposed to be watching her are like, "Huh, that's weird." Like yeah. they do nothing. Anyone with a brain can can tell that she is in distress and right. not acting, and they're just like, Ugh. "Yeah." Anyway, <laughs> I was completely wrong. Um, oh, I'll mention this when we do Scream Three, but. Tatum is mentioned in every movie so far. Really? I was totally wrong. It's a throwaway. Nobody's like I've missed nobody it laments too. her death like they do when Randy dies and stuff. Right. But Gail mentions uh Tatum to Dewey when talking about how the the murders are being replicated. She's like, um, Stu, Ta what I listen and she's like, Tatum. Dewey does not seem to to care or want to dwell on his sister yeah. or anything, but she does technically mention it. Maybe it's like him in real life, and he just, you know. This <laughs> <laughs> bump. We both made the alcoholic sign of the He's same time. Drinks to forget. Because um, he looks a little drunk most of the time in this one. And, and the next one. In the third one, Patrick Warburton talks. He's like, yeah, maybe we do things my way so nobody ends up dead like your sister. Oh. So every movie so far. I did not catch that at all. Um, and Gail just. Oh, was the cameraman serious about getting crack? Because he's like, I'm going to go get some booze, some weed, methamphetamine, ecstasy, a little crack, and then walks away. So I can't tell if he was like yeah. being funny and like going to go to Sizzler. I don't think Actually so. went in search of crack. <laughs> I mean, he's a small town cameraman. Kind of seems Ooh. like the kind of people that would do crack. Her driver in the first movie, I'm, I'm pretty sure her, her cameraman that died, I'm pretty sure he was on drugs. He's a little chunky. Yeah, certain drugs. I know. Do all drugs make you lose weight? No. Obviously not. Have you met my family? Oh, sick burn on West Virginia. Um, Gail just whips that title that author title Gare Weather Gail Weathers author of the Woodsboro murders like man this is a Wendy's <laughs> um no one cares I think they tried a little too hard to make it seem like Cotton was the killer when he's really just an asshole yeah so did you figure out who the killer was no the first time I saw this movie no clue course the very first time i saw scream also no clue i am not a detective <laughs> yeah Ma jo i don't know if you could hear Joni. she's like mom is yeah you are that's why um that's why y'all won't watch stuff with me anymore yeah and if i write a whodunit or a horror movie or something i'm gonna have you read it because if you figure it out then i'll be like okay the general population can't figure it out then <laughs> um I know Joni was, we were watching something, I can't even remember what we were watching the other day, and she's like, damn it, you weren't supposed to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a part, excuse me. They're addictive. I really are, now I'm eating on a podcast again. There's a part in the movie, it's like, safe, where's that? Fucking anywhere but here? 
go to Rhode Island. Yeah. Well, apparently in the in the trailer for the new one, they're like running around New York and Ghostface to, or whatever, and Ghostface is stalking them through fucking L.A. or wherever it is. Well, this is a different. Yeah. I'm Ache. Old. No, Neb Campbell. I'm still out. I'm out. I've already said that. Um. Ungrateful bastard. No one's allowed after dark. Yeah, because college kids listen so well. Yeah. Well, like they listened in high school. Yeah. There's a curfew. That means let's Big all go gather in one place. Um. And they had like what four cops in the town, so it wasn't like they were going to be able to enforce it to start with. <laughs> right. It's kind of like in Halloween, that you see two cops the entire time. Yeah. Who's chasing him down? I can't wait to do that one because I have behind the scenes shit for the first Halloween movie that I I, I saw. And mm. I heard about. I saw a whole video about it. Like. Did you know? Well, I'll save it for the podcast. Um, no one considered. They're like, well, Ghostface has been filming this as he kills people. Nobody considered the kid that has always got his camera. I mean, I know Mickey's a film student, but you don't see right. all the other film students videoing their their college cafeteria. Yeah, that's true. Um, but did you expect the twist? That is um, Billy's mom. Yeah. No, I didn't. Which, does that make any sense to start with? Because she didn't even love him, did she? No, she fucking abandoned him. Right, so why are you coming to and avenge his death now? Somehow that's And FYI, Sydney's he was a killer. Fault. That's not avenging his death. It's he was the killer. Right. You killed him. You're just after making he people tried to know kill where he you. got it. <laughs> You're confirming that you fucked him up. That is all you just did. Um, I like when the cop is like riding the car and, oh, probably the most genuinely like anxiety inducing scene in the whole movie is her ghost face is unconscious and she climbs out of a car over him. <gasps> Chills. I got to choose in. Yeah, but that's that part pissed me off so bad because she got that girl killed. Yeah, she straight up got that. Girl oh, killed. yeah. I want to see who it is. Bitch, who the fuck cares? He right. has a knife. Go. I mean, uh, seriously? I got to know. You weren't coming back there to kill him. Okay, but uh, tie now him to the steering the wheel. with a dog because you had to know. Yeah, right. Fucked yourself up on that one, didn't you? Um. Oh, he says, Mickey's like, I couldn't have done it alone. But how much did Roseanne's sister really do? Because a lot of How that. How much does she do on Roseanne? But a lot of that shit. Oh, I saw a clip on YouTube that from Roseanne that I loved when she gets the shit beat out of her. And Dan is just, you know, puts on his coat, goes over there and knocks the crap out of her assault, her oh, abuser. Yeah. And then she's like, but and Roseanne starts to say, it's like, Roseanne, Roseanne, it was between me and the other guy. Absolutely. There was nothing else to worry about. And just goes to jail because he's like. I still have a job after I get bailed out. Yeah. And then my sister-in-law is not embarrassed because she's a cop that got the crap beat out of her. Right. That Which is a good one. I, I'm not saying that, that she I should have been. Roseanne. I'm not saying that she should have been, but she it would have been. dumb at the end. You're welcome. Um, but seriously, like all of the stuff, the major ghost face stuff was very physical. And th- I don't think there's a bigger height difference between two killers in the whole movie. Well, the first one. Huh? Well, the first one was the same thing. 
Right, but like I don't think there's a more drastic height difference between the two ghost faces, ghost faces in any other movie. Cause she is a tiny little woman, and he is Timothy Oliphant. Yes, like you can pretty, <laughs> you can pretty much tell that it's him, and that she wasn't in the suit Regardless barely in there ever. No matter what he plays. My favorite, uh, one of my favorite lines in that whole show comes from the pilot. When they're I doing mean, he's fine as hell, and he played my people. When so. they're doing the investigation, and it's like, uh, ADA, blah, 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 and they're rattling off the government thing, and he's like, all right, let's not complicate this. He pulled first. I shot him. <laughs> um. <laughs> so cute. I mentioned the the mom Bloomis thing is being done, but Sydney aimed the stage stuff really well, considering that she couldn't see Mrs. Loomis. Yeah. Um. Okay, and one of my favorite parts is her climbing out of that pit thing. Yeah. <laughs> what is that like the the orchestra, orchestra pit? pit? <laughs> I don't know why. I know it wasn't supposed to be a funny part, but that was so freaking funny to me. <laughs> Um, another point that Cotton is an asshole and kind of deserves getting murdered in the third movie is three seconds. Well, first of all, he was looked to legitimately being considered like he can legitimately considered shooting Sydney. And so she was like, I'll be on Diane's all here with you. He was like, consider it done. And then he, he saves the day. And then two seconds later, he just shot someone in the face and he's like, we should get our story straight to the police. Yeah. Hey, maybe he may not have killed her mom, but he might he have been. The, yeah. yeah, he might have been in prison for another reason. Yeah. Um, I, I think or it's real. It's yeah. really funny when they all unload their guns on Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Um. Okay, and the very last scene, the ending is so dumb. When it just pulls out of her walking across campus, and it has that like hallmark movie song playing yeah. over it that is so dumb yeah that is just so dumb it's like bitch where are you going the police need your statement <laughs> yeah right they're, they're not letting you leave you don't you're gonna get be at to the police station go. for hours <coughs> anyone who watches dateline knows that um, they are shutting that shit down right? and you ain't going nowhere you're gonna be there for the a station. minimum of four hours <laughs> yeah, that's right you're sitting in a car <coughs> You got bags on your hands to hide to I catch do, any I, evidence. It's, it is a good movie, though. I like this. They are. They're uh, good. Because they're not overly gory or like and that. And they're not super, super lame. Right. Like, it's not like. Um, oh, my God. There's a man, man. Take my shirt off and run. Oh, I got to jiggle my jokes. I got to jiggle my jokes. It's like that commercial. It's like, yeah, why don't we chainsaw. get in the running car? No. Let's that's hide too behind easy. the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, yeah, very accurate. I love that commercial. Well, I have a question. We've only been doing this for 27 minutes. Yeah. So since I have you for an hour, do you want to go ahead and do the third one? Sure. Cool. Well, that's what Scream 2. Um, thanks for listening to the second night of 31 Nights of Halloween. Say bye, Mom. Bye, Mom. Oop, shit. EMT shit going down. <laughs>